Hi, this is Steve Tayton. Welcome to 7 Minutes to Happiness. It is my mission to make this the best 7 minutes you'll spend on your soul today. If you listen and tap along during the healing tapping session in the last half of this episode, you should have a smile on your face by the time you finish, and you will be a little closer to having happiness ingrained as a habit. If you want to learn more about tapping and get the most out of this podcast, check out our website, 7MinutesToHappiness.com, and remember, it only takes seven minutes a day to reboot your brain for happiness. Let's get started. Hey, it's Steve. Welcome to Laundry List Wednesday. This is episode 86. It is called, Do You Feel Like You Will Never Know What Normal Is? Today we start a new chapter of Laundry List Wednesday. We have worked through the ACOA Laundry List and the other Laundry List. Now we're going to dedicate Wednesdays to various traits and problems experienced by people who have grown up in any dysfunctional family. It's basically going to come from other people's laundry lists. Today we'll talk about the feeling so many of us get that we will never truly know what normal is because we never got to experience it when we were children. I can remember when I was growing up wishing that I lived in a normal family. I was a naive child who grew up in an era when a lot of children were naive, but I was smart enough to figure out that something wasn't right at a pretty early age. Even so, it felt normal to me. I thought the other people who didn't have abuse or dysfunction were the lucky ones. I wondered what it would be like to live in a house where it seemed like both parents were nice and loving to their kids. Most of all, I just wondered what it would be like to live in a home where I wasn't being yelled at and punished all the time, even though I wasn't really doing anything wrong. I wondered what it would be like to left alone instead of feeling like I was a a 24-hour-a-day punching bag. I grew up in a generation where the bar was set pretty high for childhood abuse. In my day and age, in my neighborhood, if it didn't put you in the hospital, it wasn't abuse. It was just discipline. When I applied for a professional license in a new state a few years ago, I had to actually send for my my high school diploma. The diploma included IQ testing. I tested 129 even though I was constantly in flight or fight and in the escape mode. Ten years later, I'd test 149, which is what I always test out at now, and here's why it's relevant. Occasionally in high school, I would get sent to a counselor and they would ask me how things were at home. Since I thought it was normal at the time, my answers didn't raise any red flags. But in retrospect, my IQ compared to my grades and my horrific social struggles combined to create a giant red flag. I should have had much better grades than I did. I should have adjusted with other people much better than I did. There was obviously something wrong. When I was finally able to remove myself from my home at 18 years old, I went off the deep end for a few years. I definitely had as much fun as I possibly could. At that point, I had decided normal was the last thing I ever wanted to be. As I got older and found out about ACOA, I started talking to a lot of people about dysfunctional families. One of the things I heard the most was every family's dysfunctional. There's no such thing as a family without dysfunction. In other words, there's no such thing as normal. My belief is this. People from dysfunctional families tend to hang out with each other. People from non-dysfunctional families tend to hang out with each other. It's like there are two totally different social societies or layers, one for us and one for them. 
And while I do agree that every family has some dysfunction, the extent of that function is extremely important. I won't even pretend to know where to, where to draw the line or what increments would be appropriate for measuring the amount of dysfunction in a family, but I think it is safe to say everybody has a little. The big takeaway from all this is that there really isn't any such thing as the normal you may be looking for. Every person's unique, every family's unique. And while yes, we have established a set of what we consider to be social norms as a society, I don't think it's really possible to define any family as the definitive measurement for normal. This may or may not be true, but this particular belief does have one beneficial effect. It frees me to stop worrying about normal and stop searching for a normalcy that is more based on fantasy families we see in literature, movies, and television shows than it is on anything in real life. Eventually, you just have to decide to be happy where you are right here and right now. You're doing the best you can with what you have and who you are. That's good enough for me and I hope it's good enough for you. So now it is time for our healing tapping session. We're going to use two formats and two different tapping points. The first is tap and complain. This will remove the emotional charge of the things you're complaining about. It's a simplified version for the purposes of a podcast. If you already know other versions of tapping, tap through your normal tapping points for both segments. If you want to learn more about tapping, check out my 7-Day Happiness Reboot. We're going to start by tapping on the top of the head in the center. Remember to keep tapping all the way through. Repeat along with me verbally if you can or in your head if you can. If you can't do either, just let my words flow through you as though they are your own. If you find yourself laughing, it's working perfectly. I have no idea what normal is. I feel like other people in other families have this secret they are hiding from me. I feel like there's absolutely no way I'd even know normal if I saw it because I never got to experience it. It's like the other people have this key that unlocks a door that says normal on it, but it gets slammed in my face and I don't have a key. I want to know what normal feels like. I want to know why I didn't get to have a normal childhood. I want to know why I didn't get to have a normal family. Why didn't I get born into a different family? I deserve better than what I got. My parents were screwed up, but I'm the one who has to pay for it, and I'm sick of it. I'm tired of paying for their sins. I'm not going to do it anymore. Now we're going to go to the second portion called tap and affirm. Tap on the breastbone in the center of the chest. Continue listening and or repeating with me. As much as I would have loved to have grown up in what I consider to be a normal family, I'm going to reframe this. I'm going to accept the possibility that there is no such thing as the normal I was searching for. I'm going to accept the possibility that normal is just a fantasy that doesn't really exist. I now know that every family is different and every family has their problems. It doesn't matter whose problems are who's better or whose problems are better or whose problems are worse. It doesn't matter what extent of dysfunction a family had. I'm important, I'm worthy, and I matter enough that I don't have to compare to myself to anyone else anymore. My life is my responsibility. I am the person who determines what's normal for me. I am driving this car and I have the keys. I choose to live my life the best I can and I refuse to be jealous of those I used to consider normal because ultimately I don't know what went on behind their closed doors. No matter how bad my family might have been, I have gotten to where I am now. 
I'm aware I have transcended the negativity of my past because I choose to be positive and happy in the present. I know the outside events in my life reflect who I am on the inside at any given moment, so I choose to be happy right now. I don't care about normal because I'd rather be extraordinary. From this day forward, I will live my life as the extraordinary being I am. I am proud to not be normal. I am proud to be extraordinary. Take a deep breath, smile, and exhale. And so it is. I hope you got a lot out of this session. If you want to learn a more detailed tapping technique, it is available in my 7-Day Happiness Reboot. Thanks for listening, thanks for tapping, and we'll see you in the next episode. Tapping on the issues we raise in this podcast can change your life. It certainly changed mine. If you want to get the most out of this podcast, visit 7minutestohappiness.com. I have paid and free resources that work with all the things we do here to teach you more tapping points you can use for our tapping sessions. Once again, that's 7minutestohappiness.com. There is a link in the podcast description. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for tapping, and we'll see you in the next episode.